So uh, tell me, Chris King, what do you do? I'm a voice actress. I'm an improviser. I am a, an amateur seamstress, a uh, voice monkey, uh, whatever you need me to be, Pip. That's what I am today. I think you're a pretty cool gal. Oh, you, and then there's music happening. <laughs> I like your breath. You like mine too. Come on, baby, let me get a hold of you. I like the way you wanna do. Come on, I might get away from you. I like your breath. You like mine too. Come on, maybe we can get a clue. I like the way you wanna do. Come on, don't life get away from you. Hello, friends, and welcome to Tell Me, a new show here on the Common Unity Network, uh, where I. Piper Jones, uh, get to chat with a bunch of my cool creative friends about the cool creative things they're doing, because I'm, I'm just real passionate about the things my friends are passionate about. Could you please state your name and pronouns for the record? Hi, I'm Chris King. You can use she, her for me. You are an angel, and I adore you. Uh, Chris and I actually met uh, working together on another network podcast, uh, Roll for Chaos, which has been on hiatus for a little bit, but uh, it was still such an interesting way to get to know you and so many of our other friends, Joe and Chris and Alara. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I love the way that the internet has brought together such fun cool and creative minds and i especially love seeing all of your stuff over on your tiktok at, at chris king vo right oh yeah 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 yeah. I, I i think if i remember correctly uh y'all were like the first internet friends i ever made <laughs> because oh, that's so sweet <laughs> well because because uh because frank hit me up i think i i think i was at like I think I was at like 8,000 followers or something like that. It was, it was like, it, it, I mean, comparatively, like not, not very much. Um, so I was like, oh my God, all the, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, I'm getting to meet new people. This is wild. And uh, two, uh, that was, God, when, when even was that? That was like coming on two years ago, I want to say when that. Gosh, that is absolutely wild in my brain. Oh. Cause yeah, I'm coming up on my, uh, if it's not, Today, I think it's November 19th. I would have to scroll back through my content to the anniversary of the first TikTok I ever posted. Oh my God. And if I had known that me bitching about my life as a barista was going to like be <laughs> what started this journey on which I've picked up so many cool people, like, man, I, I would have started bitching a long time ago. <laughs> Chris, would you be able to uh, tell us a little bit about like the kind of content you produce on TikTok? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, mostly what I do is uh, I'm a voice actress by trade, and I uh, I do a lot of impressions on on TikTok. Um, the the first one that really took uh, took hold was Shaggy. Folks really liked that one. Uh, oh I, yeah, my partner loves anytime <laughs> I bring up one of your Shaggy oh, videos. Thank you. I, I I'm very proud of my Shaggy. I'm, I'm also proud of the fact that I can do more than one version of Shaggy. Um, but that's the nice, I tell people that, uh, you know, folks be like, oh my God, how you do it? Well, it's like, well, so many people have played him over the years. The nice thing is that if you just kind of land in the ballpark, people will be like, whoa, that was spot on. Like no matter what you do. So <laughs> it, it, you just got to get the close approximation of zones, right, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, stuff like that. Clone high JFK. I do that one recently. Folks really liked, uh, my, J.K. Simmons, uh, J.J. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, which I was not 
expecting folks sometimes you post stuff and it's like this is for me you know i don't there's no right but like folks really oh that's 90 percent of my content i i don't know folks folks really liked my j jonah jameson and keep asking they anyway yeah i've got (laughs) i've got i've got thoughts about that but uh yeah for me it was the uh, you're coming out to j jonah jameson and then it was just a little thumbs up at the end of the video like (laughs) i feel seen i feel validated thank you (laughs) I was like, see, okay, here's, this, I was about to say, I know, be, that, that video, uh, was like, hey, I think J. Jonah Jameson would be a great person to come out to, and me, in my head, I'm like, I don't think so at all. <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, so I was like, what's, what's a way to do that in character that, like, makes sense for the character, and I was just like, basically not, like, you know, like, I don't think J. Jonah Jameson has ever said anything nice to anyone at all, but like I think he would give a thumbs up for that. So it's the subtle, it's the subtle approval. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gosh, uh, so that that kind of begs the question: How did you get into voice acting or impressions in general? Like, because as a kid, were you like, I want to be a voice actor when I grow up? You want to know what it was, Pip? I would love to know. Veggie Tales. <laughs> No way! I took entirely the wrong lesson from VeggieTales um, because like, I, I watched like the behind-the-scenes videos, and it's basically, at least for the those old original VeggieTales from like the 90s mm-hmm. and into the, into the early aughts, it was like, it's basically two guys, uh, Mike Naraki, I think I'm saying that right, and... I think so. Phil... Phil Fisher. Phil Fisher, thank you. That was the other one. Uh, it's basically those two guys and one of their wives, I think, did all of the characters. And I remember learning that and just being amazed. I know some folks are like, oh my God, I can't... I, I, uh, you know, like a, a grown woman plays Bart Simpson or like a grown woman played Junior Asparagus on VeggieTales. I, I was exactly the opposite. I was fucking fascinated. Oh, can I swear? Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've already said bullshit oh, that's or true. whatever. Bitchin'. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, okay, no, th- well, this is a swear-friendly okay, well, yeah, show. I was fucking excited. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so I watched all of, like, the behind-the-scenes <laughs> of that, and um, that's kind of where I started doing, like, impressions. And later on, I and I was doing... Um, I, I had been doing it for so long, just, like, for my friends, and eventually by the time I was in college, I was like, you know what? I kind of do this a lot. I bet I could, I, like, I could give voice acting a try. You know, all the folks I watch on YouTube are... So I started doing like little passion projects on uh, behindthevoiceactor.com. Used to have a casting call things. Recently shut down their casting call uh, section. Was that castingcall.club or was that something else? Uh, the other one is casting. Yeah, castingcall.club is a different okay. one. Uh, I have done a few things on there as well. Uh, but my my start was on Behind the Voice Actor was the name of the web- BTVA was the name of the website. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I started doing that, uh, and I just kind of ballooned from there. Um, now, uh, uh, now I'm working on doing it prof- uh, professionally. So that's so cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like the uh, ability to kind of vocally shape shift is so cool to me. Because again, the the idea that uh, Bart Simpson is a, a middle aged woman, you know, yeah. uh, it's just the, the diversity uh, that you can bring just with your voice is so just bonkers to me because I'm like as someone who identifies as non-binary or whatever uh I know that there's a lot of work that goes into that vocal training to make yourself for me sound a little more masculine uh because I'm naturally an alto or whatever and I'm sure like as a trans individual you've had 
some of that too. Uh, but you don't uh, seem to like want to feminize your voice a lot. No, I from that was that was something. Okay, I, I had to wrestle with that for a little while, um, and I I did I did try and do some voice training. And, and you're right, like you, um, <laughs> doing that voice training, especially to like you know. Uh, uh, train your voice to to match your gender identity is very hard to do. Yeah, um, I uh, uh, it, it is it is possible. I I I'd say to anybody who's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this voice. I anybody can do any voice that you want to do. It just takes a lot of time and practice if you want. Um, yeah, but I I tried doing some feminizing voice training for a little bit, but I realized when while I was practicing, I was like, I'm not. I'm I'm not doing this for me. I'm not really doing this. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm doing this for other people, you know? So they're like, I don't want to say more comfortable around, but, you know, kind of a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I, I see transition as a way to become more of myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, for me, for me, what being me means to me is I sound like this or, you know, like however I, you know, whatever I'm doing on TikTok, whatever bullshit I'm doing on TikTok that day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I like how I sound now. I don't know. I, I, I can't quite yeah. explain why, but I, I, well, I like the way I sound now. Yeah. That's one of the things I've always really admired about you is that despite being a performer, you're not performative. You're very... <laughs> authentically yourself and i adore that honestly well, thank you heck i, I mean uh, <laughs> likewise i i, I it's it, it's so nice to, <laughs> to 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 i mean because we've never met in person right but we, we've just no been, god i would love to oh, just road trip down the, the east coast and see all god uh, anytime anywhere god like it but i'm showing up to chattanooga tomorrow <laughs> But like, you know, it's 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 amazing how like I don't know I'm just so comfortable hanging out with you or, or any of our roll for chaos buddies just because like I I don't know it's just it's just <laughs> I don't feel like I've gotta you know pretend to be something I'm not you know or around any yeah. of y'all and it, it's just wild that you can do that with you know folks that like depending on what strangers from the internet right you exactly know? <laughs> you know like depending on what. Uh, uh, philosophy you subscribe to, you know, we may not, in in, in a literal sense, may have never even met, but, you know, like, I yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's... It's the glory of the algorithm bringing us all together, (laughs) to be quite honest. But that's the thing uh, that's, I I think, really cool to me about our D&D group, is that it was very much like Joe and Frank just going out and being like, this person would be fun to play with. We're just going to rake this merry band of misfits together and just have fun. Exactly. And for me, it was a really interesting experience because I had no idea who any of you people were. Like, Joe was one of the first mutuals I ever met on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, to have this bigger creator be like, hey, you want to come play D&D with me and my friends? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and honestly, I'm so glad I did because, like, it... it Opened up a whole can of worms, it, and I, I just think it's really cool. It worked. It worked out because I think you were originally, I, 
I, I, I originally you were you were gonna be on as a, like a guest star or something like that. Yeah, I think I was only supposed to be on for a handful of episodes, uh, and, and then you were like, we were like, no, 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 you, you're, uh, sorry, that was that was uh, that's glue that was on that handshake. Now you're stuck with us, and now you get to. This is our pet cat now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my god. Uh, I still ship Teeks Nona. By oh, the way. me too. Me too. I was. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, I I was like, I, I wish I could have seen where that could have gone. <laughs> Gosh, that, that's the real reason Roll for Chaos needs to come back is, is for Teak's Nona shippers across the globe. Oh, my God. I, I was going to ask uh, if it's, if this is an appropriate spot. To, yeah. yeah. I Have you done any uh, any improv training at all? Um, I actually have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, there's, yeah, there's a local... Uh, theater here in Minneapolis that uh it's called Huge mm-hmm. and it was actually run or like one of the main dudes who started it I might be getting this completely wrong um did improv at the local renaissance fair with a friend of my mom's from college which coincidentally was the same college I met most of my college friends at um but through that connection my mom had I actually got to perform as like a fill-in with the dude at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival Whoa. when I was like 19 i think uh, and then like got kind of pulled into that community and with the uh i did a couple classes over there i haven't ever like performed at shows there mostly because working for a living kind of gets in the way of art sometimes which i absolutely hate yeah. but it's so much fun and it's uh one of those things i really want to get back to but uh, how about you have you done any sort of improv or comedy things, or are you just naturally this funny and witty? <laughs> You're very kind to say. Uh, 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 no, I, I have. I have done improv training. Um, the only reason I ask is just because the, the. I mean, that's kind of what D and D is. It's it's tricking, <laughs> tricking theater kids into doing math and improv. But like, uh, but yeah. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I love doing improv. I, I've, I just um, got brought on with a troupe here in town uh, as one of the, the main ensemble here. So I, I, we've been, I, I've done one show with them so far, uh, and uh, we got a, a, another show coming up later this month that I'm really excited for. Um, yeah, I love doing improv. I did, I've, I've trained uh, with some of the folks at Dad's Garage Theater in Atlanta, um, and I... I'd I'd love to work with them someday because they were really cool and very funny. I'm saying, but um, yeah, that's how I tell folks that all the time. Like, you know, be like, oh, what, you know, we, we, as a voice actor, you know, you want to do and you know, do what class? I don't even know what classes to take or anything like that. Or, and I was like, well, right. I would say, voice acting. I, I I've taken a, I've taken like regular acting classes, voice acting classes, uh, improv classes. I use my voice acting training uh, all the time when I do uh, voice acting uh, work in front of a mic and stuff like that. I use my improv training every single day. You know whether it's in front of oh, honestly. whether it's in front of a mic, whether it's on TikTok, or whether we're playing D and D. You know, like uh, you know. It, all the time, I, I I tell folks like honestly take an improv class before you do a regular voice acting class. If so, legit. You know. Well, and I was wondering if you had done any like vocal training. I know for me, uh, with my ADHD, I talk at the speed of light, and so <laughs> when I was like actively pursuing acting sort of stuff, I would often get told to slow down. You need to work on your enunciation, your diction, and I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I got shit to do. So. Uh, <laughs> 
I was wondering if you've had any, like, of that sort of, I guess, training. Yeah, no, I... Again, it's one of those things where I'm like, what sort of schooling goes into doing what you do? You know, I have no idea. I have personally not had a lot of, like, vocal training, like, with a coach or or stuff like that. Uh, I have taken voice acting classes. That was more specifically, like, you know, like, script analysis and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me. I would love to do more... Uh, I, I would love to take those type of classes um, just because that's I, I, that's a little bit of a blind spot in my experience because I never did any of this stuff in school. I, I didn't I didn't do any theater when I was in college or high school or anything like that. So I've just kind of most of what I've learned, I've kind of picked up on the fly or like, you know, oh, there's a class available here. I'll go pick that up real fast. Um, but that's something I, I need to put a little bit more effort into because, you know, uh, well, I mean, you know, as a voice actress or, or, or an improviser or anything like that, I mean, that your voice is just part of your instrument as a whole. Yeah. And it's so important to, to keep, to keep it maintained, you know, so. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and, uh, would you have like any sort of tips for anyone who wants to kind of get into what you're doing? Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, definitely, uh, I would definitely say find a find a theater like uh, a nearby. Uh, again, I I I can't uh, say enough good things about improv uh, training. Yeah, because uh, it keeps you a lot. It te- teaches you not just uh, it doesn't teach you exactly to be funny exactly. Like it teaches you to be light on your feet. Uh, teaches you you know like when I'm when I'm in a in a session with a, with a, a director or something. You know, no matter how much I've prepared for it, they will throw something at me, you know, be like, hey, do it this way or whatever. And uh, improv training gets you ready ready to be like, yeah, totally. Let's do it this way. Um, So definitely recommend that. Find a reputable theater near you and um, hook up with one of them. Um, Or or, or honestly, just doing it, like just doing live performance, live theater is bar none the best teacher I have ever, ever had uh, as a as far as acting goes, um, be, I've, uh, be it live improv or live scripted theater or whatever it is. Um, could, it, it, there's something about like, just like being in front of an audience and just like be like, go perform, go entertain these people. That's just like, gets your head. in like, it's like, wow, it's a real get your head in the game moment sort of. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, part of I, I think that's the biggest thing for me is just like getting out in front of an audience and performing. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What about uh, like on the technical side of things? Have you had to learn any sort of editing skills for doing what you do, or is a lot of that taken care of in the jobs you're taking? On? Uh, I I have had to learn. I I I've had to learn some some technical stuff. Um, uh, a, a lot of it. See, it's a little tricky because when you're when you're when you're a voice actor, you're not really supposed to do a lot of um, doctoring to your files uh, because yeah. because that's the engineer's job. The engineer is going to make you sound however they want you to sound. Um, you just got to sound send them a a nice clean file. Um, that being said, though, you know, like getting uh, your space set up, uh, that uh, learning the ins and outs of whatever digital audio workspace you're using, your DAW. Um, a lot of, uh, basically all that stuff I learned from YouTube. <laughs> I, I, nice. I, I kind of trained my, uh, trained myself doing that. Um, 
and you know it takes a while to kind of accrue those skills when you're just kind of like you know swimming through the ocean of you know content to you know how to content to figure out what works for you um but eventually i've kind of stumbled on some some things that work some programs that work and stuff like that yeah well and like as an amateur in like the sort of audio world like i i was always more of like the visual side of audio visual when i was doing it for my internship like i had done some basic editing and audition or whatever, but I'm sitting here eyeing your setup because we're on this video call <laughs> and just seeing like you have your room acoustically treated and meanwhile I'm recording in my very echoey <laughs> office that I'm going to have to do lots of corrections <laughs> to get over. And you've got like your pop filter and you- what type of mics do you use? Uh, right now I'm using an AT2020. That's the mic I use for podcasting. But for when I'm doing like a, 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 vo- a, a voiceover session, I pull out my SE2200. I don't know what the SE stands for, but it's SE2200. Um, I feel like it gets, it's it's a pretty good all around mic. It's mainly a vocal mic rather than like the AT2020, which is like, you know, you can use it for vocals or for, uh, for uh, you know, instruments and stuff like that. Um, the AT2020 is also, <laughs> it's... It's cheap as far as mics go, and it um, <laughs> it can take a beating, for lack of a better word. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have dropped this <laughs> more time than I can uh, uh, describe, but it's still up and kicking pretty well. The SE2200 is a little bit nicer. It gets a nice, fuller, richer sound, um, but it is a little gotcha. bit pricier. But, uh, you know, now that, I'm, that I do a little bit more professional, uh, a little bit more professional work, um, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I invested in it, because it's you know, it sounds a little bit nicer. Yeah. Well, and I feel like just kind of as a little side by side, I'm probably just going to cut my audio and leave it raw for like this <laughs> 30 seconds or whatever, just to show like the difference a good mic makes, <laughs> because I'm sitting here recording with the, the Blue Yeti or whatever, you know? You know what? So, I'll say this though. I will say this. I think having, um, having a space uh, having a good recording space is far more important than any microphone that you could get because oh, yeah. a you can make a a decent mic sound really good in a well treated space. You cannot make a good mic sound good in a bad space. Um, yeah, it, it will just. It'll just suck up all the shittiness in the room. Well, and here I am, you know, uh, again, acoustically treating my office is on the to-do list. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, home ownership projects oh, yeah. out the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. I, I was about to say, you own a home. Like, <laughs> you have a lot more. I can destroy this entire room with foam if I want to. <laughs> Get one of those spray guns. (laughs) Real quick, we are going to take a little break and uh, just hear from a couple sponsors. And by sponsors, I mean my own personal network. Who am I kidding? (laughs) Uh, But we will be right back with more from Chris King. announcements for you. If this is your first time listening to any shows here on Common Unity, I would like to say thank you for checking this one out. It's always an absolute delight to get to make cool things with my friends, and I hope that you've been enjoying this episode so far. This show falls kind of at the end of the weekend lineup of shows that Common Unity releases over on the network. If you tune in on Fridays, you can hear my buddies Anna and Gabe suffer through all all types of audio crimes. Uh, they find the worst content of the internet and kind of filter it through them so that you don't have to look at it directly. You know, like the Ark of the Covenant, Indiana Jones, that sort of thing. 
Um, if you want to check that out, new episodes air every Friday. Uh, new to the network alongside Tell Me is uh, Sib Squad, a show that I am recording with my sisters Tashale and Jordan. Uh, that'll be dropping every Saturday, and you'll get to hear us share all sorts of stories from growing up together in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Minnesota. Despite our shared upbringing, we all have grown to be very different people, and I really like picking their brains about their different perspectives on things. So, if that sounds like it'll float your boat, that's every Saturday. On the weeks we're not dropping new episodes of Tell Me Here, you can listen to my friends Mike and Zeke over on Something to Pot About, where they talk about all sorts of pop culture things. Lately, it's been a lot of just NFT jokes. Uh, it's it's a real time. So uh, that's Bad, a show of cursed concepts every Friday. Sib Squad with me, Tashale, and Jordan every Saturday. And then on Sundays, you'll either find a new episode of Tell Me or a new episode of Something to Pot About. This network is just kind of a continuation of the heart behind this podcast. Uh, I count myself very lucky to have made friends with such cool and creative people, and I just like supporting the things that they like to create. If you want to join me in playing Glucose Guardian, what's the gender neutral of Sugar Daddy? I don't know. That's the closest I've got. I hope you'll consider uh, supporting the network Patreon. That's patreon.com slash commonunitymedia, where for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the network Discord, where you can hang out with me, Anna, and other creators here on the network. You'll get access to bonus episodes, uh, like for this week with Chris. Uh, I've got a little bit of the recording from the break we took where we talk about uh, accidentally being transphobic to ourselves and uh, just how inappropriate cats can be. We're also working on getting new designs up for the Common Unity merch store, which is gonna launch very, very soon. Uh, so if you support the Patreon, uh, you can get discounts on all sorts of like stickers and t-shirts and whatever we end up cranking out over there. I want to once again thank you for taking the time to listen to this mid-reel and the episode as a whole, and uh, I'm just gonna sprinkle some uh, teaser content of the other shows in here before we get back into the action. Okay, so over in the Common Unity Discord, we have not only, like, a bunch of patron-exclusive channels or whatever, but we also have, like, a team channel for, like, getting our brains together and organizing network stuff, right? So, uh, I, I asked the boys over at Something to Pot about, uh, what they wanted if I threw together, like, a trailer for their show, and here's what Mike said. Let the viewer base know that we're degenerates. <laughs> I mean, that's an accurate representation of what the show is, but at the same time, I wasn't expecting you to tell me to use this very clip from episode 56, Yassification. Just... I just want to really? I just want to have a passionate lovemaking session with Rash from Battletoads. Just let me... <laughs> Really? This is the sort of content you guys are putting out on my network? We're not the only ones talking about this, by the way. This is real, real, real life, real news in America. Well, I suppose if you guys are having conversations that need to be had, it just all seems a little much. No legitimate, rational person would take us seriously. Something to pot about airs every other Sunday, so if you're not getting an episode of Tell Me, you're getting this. I hope you're prepared. Congratulations! 
you know, I kind of gave you guys a pitch for, for what the, the show was going to be. I think you literally said, I just want to talk to you guys because I think you're neat. <laughs> Piff is once again trying to find an excuse to have weekly video calls with their sims. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine with participating and like having a conversation and hanging out. I have no idea how interesting we're going to be to an outside audience. I don't know who wants to listen to three Midwest white people. <laughs> Believe in yourself. I love you. We'll figure it out. Whatever we're recording, I'm good with you using. I don't I don't mind at all. Meanwhile, only make me look as good as you possibly can. <laughs> Before we actually get into meat and cheese of the show. Meat the shark and cheese of the show. Meat the shark. <laughs> Before we the get into the coochie. The uh, but, you know, delving real deep into the, the shark coochie of the pod. I mean, clearly all you have to do is give us a topic and we'll just not shut the fuck up for 45 minutes and then you're good. I will put a big fat disclaimer on, like, this entire show. Uh, whatever stories we may tell, we are cringe, but we are free, okay? Like, we know <laughs> where we've been. We know where we came from, and we know who it has shaped us to be. This is literally the definition of, like, someone should have a camera on us at all times because we're hilarious. Which Dad has been saying for years. Welcome to the Sip Squad. You're an honorary Sip. We love you. We love you. All right, so we are back with the lovely, incomparable Chris King. Uh, we had been talking a little bit about just craft in general, but uh, I kind of want to steer more into, like, TikTok and how you got started using that as a platform. Uh, so so tell me a little bit about your TikTok journey. I, um, Pip, have you ever heard of a thing called a colonoscopy? I <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I was expecting the story to begin, but do continue, my love. I um I had my first colonoscopy back in 2019 for Crohn's like when I got my Crohn's diagnosis and part of it uh usually on a colonoscopy it's very easy and you're like basically ready to go back to normal like by the end of the day but my that my first one had a little bit more involved so there was a little bit of a recovery so I was just sitting on the couch with uh <laughs> my cat's on either side. I couldn't move anywhere. I was in the special underwear to to, to keep it, you know, all the, everything right there. And I was like, God, I'm so fucking bored. What do I do? I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just download TikTok. I, I keep hearing about it. I was like, because it was right around the time, I think, that you could start, like, making your own audios on TikTok. Because oh, yeah. for a while you had to use, like... I think you had to use music when it, when it was Musical.ly. Yeah, because it was like that transition from Musical.ly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Um... Well, it was so so. I downloaded it, and uh, the the first the first video I did was this character that I love, and no one else does, but I love. It's like this, uh, it, this like southern gentleman who like who's about to. Who's, it seems like he's about to say something terrible uh, and politically incorrect, but it ends up like being totally innocuous. You know, he's like not. Nah, get in trouble for saying this in this day and age but you ought to go down to the natural history museum in town we they got a great dinosaur exhibit you know like and shit like that i love that but then the second one i posted was a shaggy one it was uh it was it was it, oh it was it was the you know like like i'm trying to sneak away from the monsters but the clap of my ass keeps alerting the, 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 
the monster or whatever the fuck I did. Uh, and that, oh my god, I remember that one. <laughs> and that was that was like the second video I ever posted, and it got like a thousand likes. And I was fucking, I was, I was a high roller. I was feeling like a high roller. Um, in my special. So if you had to slap underwear. a date on this, sorry. About when was this? Oh, this was. Uh, this was. Uh, let me think. Because you said 2019, but didn't slap a month on it. It would have been about April, I think. April. Gotcha. Yeah, I think. Either March or April of 2019. So I have been on TikTok for, God, two and a half years now. Wow. Wowza. Wowza. Um, yeah, I did that. Uh, I, I posted not super regularly for a little bit. Um, but the first one that I posted that kind of that picked up steam was, uh, well, it was two of them basically at the same time. Uh, one of them, I gave an explanation of compressors, I think. No, no, it was equalization. That was the one on TikTok. I did an explanation gotcha. of equalization, um, which is, uh, equalizations like, um, it's a, it's an audio technique. Uh, it's a audio editing technique that you can do in your DAW. Um, yeah, to kind of balance out levels, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, basically, um, you like bring frequencies up, specific ones. There's some that you can reduce your consonant sounds. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. But there was that one, and then it was another shaggy one, the one where it was like, like things that turn shaggy on. You know, that one for a while ago. To the max. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like zoinks. I don't know. I, 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 I did that, and I recorded that in the parking lot when I was picking my girlfriend up from work. And uh, uh, yeah, that was... Those were the first two that really picked up steam on TikTok, uh, which was Goodness. which was pretty fun. Well, and like, how how did Frank find you then? Was he just like, I, I actually because he was the one who pulled you into Roll for Chaos, right? Yes, yes, he was. Um, God, I can't remember. I think, I think it was. Uh, it, it was very early on. It was one of those shaggy ones. I think it might have been. It might have been that one. Um, that he at least the, the first one that he saw because I I remember I had a couple couple of videos do well and it, but it wasn't long until Frank uh sent me either a DM or or something being like hey we're looking for uh for a oh oh he tagged me he tagged me in a video that's right I remember now gotcha. uh, he tagged me and it was like hey uh, I was like oh my gosh you guys should play with us uh, for D and D. And I was like, what the hell? Why not? Sure, sounds fun. And uh, by God, I was right. I was right. It was fun. It was a good bit of fun. It was. <laughs> Gosh. I, I still miss playing with you guys oh, so man, much. And I, I think I've said that about 18 <laughs> times just in the recording of this episode. But uh, there's just something really fun about you guys as a group. And I, like, I enjoy that... Uh, Again, just by the grace of the algorithm mm -hmm. pulling us all together, because uh, we, we still have a, uh, even though we haven't recorded in probably almost a year, uh, we still have a Snapchat group chat that's all of us from Roll for Chaos, yeah. and like... I love getting glimpses into your lives, like uh, you doing your cosplay shit, which I also want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but like Joe and his music mm -hmm. and just like daily life from Heather and Chris and Alara. Yeah. And like, it's just so fun that we still like we, we've gotten some cool stuff just from posting our cool stuff. And I love that. It is. I, that's the big, the best unexpected benefit 
uh, from posting on TikTok because part of the, part of the reason I started TikTok was like, oh, this will be fun, you know, to to do fun voices and you know maybe if I get a following, I can like turn that into some voiceover work. Uh, and that and that has happened some, but the one thing that I did not expect that has absolutely been my favorite has just been getting to meet new people it, it, to get yeah. like just not just like like other creative folks, you know, like the, that I get to work on projects with, but like just like folks that are nice, just fucking friends, which is yeah, which I was not at all expecting, but is 100 percent without a doubt been the best thing about uh, uh, joining TikTok. I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, but speaking of TikTok, again, I'm bouncing around a little bit. Like I, I sent you this outline of questions that I'm just like everywhere on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the, uh, as for TikTok, what are some things that have surprised you about like your platform? Cause are there any specific videos that popped off and you weren't expecting them to? Have there been any things that you were like, this is going to go awesome. And that it's just a dud in the water. Like I, um, okay. So I've been doing, I've had a, um, I, I've been, uh, blessed long enough to have a to have a platform that I've got a better idea these days of like what's like what's gonna do decently well or like what's gonna play well with an audience and what's like something I just need to accept is just for me. I need to uh, you know like this one's just for ninety percent of my content <laughs> is just for me. Um, but the one that I did not expect to blow up like it did was Clone High JFK. Show a show that I still to this day have never seen. I have only pulled up clips of JFK from the show, but somebody somebody requested it one time and then I did a video of it and then it blew up. So I was just like, I'll just keep doing it as long as people enjoy it. Okay, I absolutely adore that because anytime you post one of those videos, I have no idea what the fuck you are doing, but I'm here for it. But it's one of those, like, I have an approximate knowledge of many things <laughs> where you just gotta, like, roll with the reference and hope people, like, will think you're in the know. Oh, yeah. Because it's me. Anytime someone references The Office, I have never seen it. Anyone, someone, anytime someone references Friends, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But just today at work, I was like, pivot, because I was moving something. <laughs> and that's that's all I know. <laughs> Sorry, let me go on on a little tangent. No, it's fine. Oh, but yeah, uh, y- you said that you have been able to get like some actual voice acting work through TikTok too, though. Uh, what are some like fun projects you've gotten through the app? Well, uh, just a few things. Um, I did. I- I've worked on a few uh, like uh, a few student films. Folks have had me on, uh, which was really nice. fun. I did one. It was like I think it was called Gooseneck Kettle. I played like a like a private detective or a private investigator who was like, who was very bad at his job. It was very, it was very cute and very fun uh, to, to do that one. Um, I've done uh, folks, folks ask me a good bit to like, <laughs> to, to, you know, send like little personalized stuff for friends. I, I, I did one for uh, as JFK uh, a little while ago. That was like, you know, this is a message for Jay for being a dirty communist on his birthday or something like that. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, quick plug. Do you have a cameo? I fucking finally have gotten. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound so aggressive. (laughs) 
when I did that. How dare But <laughs> You're just real passionate. <laughs> I am, because I've been trying to set up a cameo, but it's like talking to a wall. I'm going to get in, in touch with anybody. But I finally got an email from somebody who was like, hey, we've gotten lots of requests on cameo for you to join. And I was like, Fr- oh, 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 well, have you then? That's, well, uh, so hopefully I'll be setting that up pretty soon because they finally sent me the link to be like, yeah, here's the link to set up your thing. So gonna say if you get it set up by the time i've edited this i will insert whatever username here (laughs) i don't know how cameo works i just remember like scrolling for my friend's birthday one time and seeing that they had uh oh my gosh who plays gimli oh jonathan reese jonathan reese is that his name i think so I think it's something like that. I'm very high. I only watched Lord of the Rings because that friend made me watch Lord of the Rings. So I, again, an approximate knowledge of many things. Uh, but yeah, so it was one of those where I'm like, ah, she would appreciate this for her birthday. And then I didn't. <laughs> but it's just such a cool thing that like you can have a platform that's big enough where people just want you to say, hey, happy birthday or hey, have a good day or hey, you suck nuts. <laughs> It's nice. It's nice. I, I, it's, it's nice that folks like think of me outside of any. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's. I, I appreciate you know any, any, any kindness that comes my way is is very is is very appreciated. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful for anybody that stops by to enjoy the. Enjoy the the bullshittery that falls out of my mouth. You deserve all of the attention and affection in the world. You are so talented and so cool, and I'm so glad I get to call you my friend. Yeah, stop it. Uh, I'm lucky to call you a friend. Stop it. <laughs> sweet, sweet nothings. Um. <laughs> See, Teeks Nona. Teeks would have Teeks Nona would have been great, you know. It, it's just it's a natural connection here. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> can I just hop in here real quick and say I, I was very proud. There was a couple of times when like we had folks out on the podcast that couldn't come in. I was very proud. I had decent impressions of a number of the uh, of the cast to fill in. I absolutely loved, uh, I think one of the episodes like right before I hopped on, I want to say it was episode six or seven. Hi, uh, this is a shameless plug. Go listen to Roll for Chaos. <laughs> We've been on hiatus for a minute, but what's up? It was a whole lot of fun. It was. It was uh, a lot of fun. But there was an episode where we were missing uh, Scarlet's audio, and you're just voiceover of Scarlet did a thing, <laughs> or whatever. Because there were times where you like were trying to Heather, mm-hmm. and th- those worked. But there were also times where you're just like, I don't know, she said something about this bullshit, yeah, and I'm like, okay, that works. <laughs> I think it was like something about Zoblob's workshop. Oh, that's right. Because we were in that corner of the story. I forgot about Zoblob. Oh, my God. Ugh. I've been going through and, like, it, uh, getting the transcriptions written for, which is an absolute nightmare just because of you. all the crosstalk. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad I have an AI to do most of the legwork for me, but it's, like, one of those things where I'm like, I love you all very dearly as my family. I would stick a Bowie knife between any one of your ribs right now. <laughs> It is not very uh, transcription friendly. That is so fair. No, but it's it's so fun. <laughs> um, goodness. Oh, so just moment of vanity. Sorry. That's gonna stick a date on this podcast. Uh, what what is your follower count up to on TikTok right now? Uh, last I checked, it was like uh, two fifty eight, two hundred fifty eight k, something like that. 
Wowza. Oh, thank you. That's a quarter of a million people. I know, thank you. Hi, hi, hello. Uh, editing Room Pippers here. Uh, we recorded this back on November 9th. Uh, it's been a minute because I wanted to get a bunch of episodes in the canon ready to go before I started posting. But uh, today, February 6th, uh, Chris King is now up to 263.4 thousand followers and 7.9 million likes. And holy shit, I am so proud of my cool friend. You go, cool friend. <laughs> I... I I uh, I I was able to hit that goal uh, right before the the uh, quarter mill right before I went on vacation with my girlfriend's parents so I could brag about that number. <laughs> That's so funny though. And, it's like, oh, Chris, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> well, you see, ask any one of my uh, friends here, and they <laughs> and they will tell you. Uh, I know early on in my TikTok uh, career. Calling it a career just feels gross. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never doing that again. But uh, I remember watching my follower count climb and being like, wow, we've got over like 250 people. That's more than the population of my hometown. <laughs> wow, we are over 75,000 people. That's more than the population of the town I'm currently living in. <laughs> and now I'm sitting at, I think, 119, and I've kind of plateaued there for a minute. And it's one of those where I'm like, Okay, what's what's the nearest city so I have a reference point for how many people I have that will fight for me? <laughs> how many people or what country can I take over with an army of 119,000? I um I uh at one time uh in in a video I I described my followers as uh an elite group of organically raised pansexuals. Um, would do you have, is there like, do you have like a hyper specific demographic that you cater to? Because that's kind of what I, I'm always aiming for my organic pansexuals. Uh, my hyper organic niche, or, well, hyper organic niche, no, what, <laughs> hyper specific niche, there we go, is yours truly. I'm like, <laughs> if anyone else vibes with the bullshit I'm posting on the internet, God help them. Cause like... I feel like, okay, so it made a little more sense that I was, like, gaining and maintaining a following when I was posting stuff that other people might want to engage with. Like, because my platform blew up because I was blowing up marshmallows in my microwave when there was no other sports going on. It was the start of the pandemic, so the Olympics had been canceled, there was nothing on ESPN, and here I am making peeps fight to the death on, like, a tournament <laughs> roster, you know? Uh, so, like, when, when people were drawn in by that, it made sense. Those videos, almost a year and a half later at this point, are still getting views on the For You page oh to this day. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, but, <laughs> like, that made more sense because I was consistently posting something that was, like, interesting and new and very specific to me. Mm -hmm. And lately, uh, so I, I went from very early in my TikTok career to posting at least once sometimes like three times a day because mm -hmm. that was like oh this is how you grow and maintain whatever yeah. cool so uh some of it was fun mm -hmm. some of it was just me showing my cats because they are baby and i love them <laughs> um but i feel like especially since uh excuse me mm -hmm. um the pandemic hit a weird like part in my mental health and i know that that's not an exclusive to me thing but i've been doing a lot of sad posting on main and just generally being a gremlin and i'm like why does anyone stick around for this but apparently i'm just funny and weird enough that it's like we will watch this person suffer this is fun for us 
<laughs> that sounds a lot sadder when I say it like that. I'm sorry. Here, let's turn the conversation back to you, the guest, and not me. <laughs> I will say any pip content is is welcome on my for you page because it is it is Thank a joy you. to see you pop up. Oh, oh, it's Pip. Hi. <laughs> it is friend. No, I was gonna say if you hadn't been forced to be my friend by playing D and D with me. Uh, <laughs> What's the content that makes you stick around? <laughs> I'm taking notes. No, uh, that's a, that's a joke. I I do enjoy literally all of your content though. Oh, like it's so because it, again, your impressions impeccable. But lately, when you've been working on your assorted cosplay shit, like I remember when you first started on uh, Jester and just watching you put together your first cosplay with zero idea what you were doing in terms of sewing and stuff. Like, watching you problem solve for that was so cool. How did you get in to seamstressing and costuming? I Okay, so I had been kind of looking for, like, a creative outlet that I wasn't trying to monetize, you know? Um, yeah. Which, um, now that I've found sewing has been remarkably good for my mental health <laughs> it's been right um but i had always wanted to learn how to sew um but i i just i had never really gotten around to it uh but halloween came around last year and i was like i really want to be jester from critical role uh but then i was like yeah i'm I, i'm either gonna have to like buy a bunch of shit off of etsy or i'm gonna have to make it myself Eh, fuck it that's a good time to make it myself let's learn how to do that um and yeah, it's just been kind of it's, it's you know kind of similar to, to voice acting. A lot of it's kind of just been like picking stuff up on the fly. Um, it's funny. I I I went to engineering school, um, but I I wasn't ever particularly good at it because I I went in expecting it to be a lot more hands on. Uh, but it ended. I'm, I've got the pincushion in my hand. I just now realized I've been fiddling with it. <laughs> You've been fidgeting it with it this entire time, and I was like, I thought you were just stimming because I, Lord knows, I've been. One hundred percent. That's it's on my left hand now. It's wrapped around. Anyway, that's that's anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I thought it was gonna be a lot more working with my hands, and most of, it's a lot more like hypothetical stuff, which is part yeah, of the reason. Here's all the math you have to do. Exactly, which is why I <laughs> why I'm a voice actor now and not an engineer. Um, but like. Respect. Sewing really like uh, scratches that itch for me. Like it's you know mm -hmm. there's like just enough like calculation involved uh, to you know let's get in there and actually make the thing with our hands uh, to where it's uh, very satisfying to work on. Um, and like I said, it's nice to have like a hobby that I'm like a creative ho hobby that I'm not monetizing. Cause like TikTok, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't make any money off of TikTok, but like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I could use this in the future as like a way to, to get work or maybe, you know, show this to an agent later, show this to uh, yeah, a theater. It's that I'm looking like at a stepping stone portfolio sort of thing. Exactly. I, I treat mine the same way too. Cause it's like, well, I have, this amount of people who will look at my stuff, even if half the time the algorithm only shows it to five of them. Exactly, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's very nice to have something that's, like, just for you. Yeah. And, uh, gosh, I, I've been doing that with painting lately or, like, writing as mm -hmm. well. And, like, writing is one of those things where, like, yeah, I could put it out there, but for now it's just for me yeah. to have, like, as I'm <laughs> messing with clay for work, like, have something going in my head, yeah. you know? Uh but yeah, no, I, I just think it's so cool the things that you've been able to create with, like, just 
doing it for you. Uh, Thank you. I, I wanted to ask, uh, I didn't see a whole lot of like process videos on Edith, your Halloween costume this year with a big, beautiful pumpkin head. <laughs> How did you make that? I, okay, so... I I had been I had always I love pumpkin people uh, uh, which is just yeah. like a just a person with a pumpkin head basically uh, think like over the garden wall the um, hard times at the corn husker festival or whatever the name of that episode is um, and I I but I had never seen anybody do it like make a big pumpkin head well really I didn't see it very often made um, but secondly, I, I, when I did see it get made, I didn't see it made like gets made super well, which was always was always kind of fascinating to me because it feels like I don't know, kind of like a a very Halloweeny thing to do. Um, yeah. But I finally found a guy on the internet who made a Jack Pumpkinhead costume. Jack Pumpkinhead uh, being the character from Return to Oz. Um, mm. I, I think it was originally an L. Frank Baum story. Uh, but then it turned into a movie. Anyway, he made he made it out yeah. of paper mache and cardboard mostly, and I followed his design pretty closely. Um, I, that pumpkin head is the first paper mache project I've ever done, um, and there, I, I I'm really proud of how it looks. It looks great on camera in person. I think the effect doesn't quite sell as well. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, so I I will probably remake Edith's head. Uh, at some point, um, maybe with paper mache again or something like that. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I made it with paper mache. I built a mold with, um, also cardboard and paper mache. And then I wrapped it in plastic wrap and then did paper mache over that, pulled the paper mache off, did another half of the pumpkin and then stuck them together. Um, and, uh, yeah, cut a hole in the bottom. To put it looks head. so cool. Well, thank you. I, I'm really proud of, of, out of it. Uh, and I should also mention, by the way, Edith Hollow is not a, a, a like a character, like a real, like it's not it's not like a traditional cosplay where I'm like basing it off a real character. That's just a character that I had in my head. I just wanted to be a pumpkin lady. I was gonna say, is cosplaying OC is not a thing people do. That, fair enough. There's fair some enough. cringe content on my TikTok. I have to delete. <laughs> Hold on. No, I uh, uh, yes, yeah, she's a she's an OC of mine that I that I enjoy. But yeah, speaking of uh, OCs and writing and stuff, I would love to hear more of her story if you plan on posting any of that. <laughs> Just like, here, here's me uh, lighting this little match under you. Um, please. Don't ask questions. You're, <laughs> you're not afraid to have... You're, you're, fuck, wait, let me, uh, let me take a second pass. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Uh, yes, you, a... you professionally use your voice. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. So uh, this has been an absolute delight. Uh, I am gonna kind of stick a bow on this here. Uh, are there any like particular projects that you've done that people might be able to like watch or listen to your voice that's uh, readily accessible? Uh, um, the moment aside from your TikTok. Uh, yeah, some of the stuff that I've done. Uh, um, if you want to check out my reel, I've got a <laughs> that has like a little clips of the the stuff that I've done. Um, so you can check out there. See if anything looks uh, appealing. Um, I do. Is that just uh, on a link tree or something? Oh yeah, it's it's just like on my Twitter. It's my pinned video on my gotcha. Twitter. I haven't posted it on TikTok. Maybe I should. Uh, but then again, maybe I don't know. Anyway, either. <laughs> is your Twitter the same as your uh, TikTok these it days? It is, yes. Chris King VO. I know for a while it was different. So I That's right, yes. At, at Chris King VO. Yes, correct. It was different for a while, but I have adjusted it to be better. 
I don't even remember what it was at one point, but I think it was like Chris Viochik or something. Oh my god, yeah, uh, you're that's right. C R I S K I N G V O. Thank you. Yes, thank you for the clarification. Yes. I, I do not have an H in my name. You can thank my mother for that. But <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris's mom. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, just a lot of a lot of small stuff uh, there. If you're in Kentucky, you might have heard me in a lottery commercial that I've got <laughs> going around over there. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, cool. Uh, do you have anything fun like coming up that you'd like to to push and promote to our uh, lovely listeners here at Common Unity? Not right this not right this moment. Um, uh, besides uh, some <laughs> some uh, local improv shows that I'll be in, uh, uh, but I'll I'll be posting about that. So if anybody's in the Chattanooga area, uh, feel free to stop by. Uh, keep a lookout on my Twitter and stuff like that for for those shows because um, they are because they're a blast. They're a blast. Um, I've really enjoyed been I've be, I've really enjoyed performing with these people. And if you want to come see me not do uh, impression work, uh, hey feel free to stop on by. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds fantastic. Um, so I, I feel like this has been a lovely way to kick off this little show uh, that we've got going. Um, just the, the range of like, ah, yes, this is a really cool, fun, and creative person who started out with a colonoscopy. You know, we run the gambit <laughs> of like talent to poop jokes here. It's all good. Uh <laughs> I'm glad I could, you know, so, hit bo- at both ends of the spectrum for you today, Pip. That's, you know. No, yeah. You got to dip our toes in right from the start and know what we're getting into. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I would love love to keep talking to you, but we are uh, sadly out of time for this episode of Tell Me. Um, so if you like what you heard, you can find out more information on the Common Unity Media Twitter. That's at uh, Common Unity Pod, C-O-M-M-O-N-U-N-I-T-Y-P-O-D on Twitter. Um, or at uh, commonunity.media. There's a bunch of other awesome shows over there, like Roll for Chaos, which I think we have 11 episodes up. We did like, no, it's more I think than it's that. Like 15 or 16. Hi, I know all about my own show. <laughs> uh, we, we started, uh, we, we wrapped a first season, started a second one, and then we've been on hiatus for a minute just because mental health reasons. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. uh, so there's that. There's Bad, a show of cursed concepts where our friends Anna and Gabe listen to just horrible audio crimes. Uh, there's also Something to Pot About, in which our friends uh, Mike and Zeke talk about all things pop culture, politics, pretty much whatever they want to talk about. They're the dancing monkeys of the internet. So if you liked these shenanigans, maybe you'll like those too. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye! And I'd like to say once again a big thank you to my buddy Chris King for guesting on our very first episode of Tell Me. A little extra thank you to my buddy Foster Nicole for the use of her song I Like Your Brain as the theme song of this project here. You can find the full track of that over on Spotify and Apple Music and give the rest of her songs a listen too because she makes some great stuff. And then uh, one more final thank you to you for listening. Until next time, this is your friend Piper Jones, and I'll see you around. This show is brought to you by Common Unity Media. Fun people, fun podcasts, fan-funded. Find more great shows at our website, commonunity.media. Thank you so much for listening.